This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the place to stay updated and educated. Tech Guide episode 378. Hello and welcome everyone. Great to have your company once again. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, Christmas is just a couple of weeks away. Can you believe it? We've already kicked off our 12 days of Christmas gift ideas, and we'll go over some of those gift suggestions, as well as some tips to stay safe online, which we'll talk about later in the help desk. We'll reveal how you'll be able to stream the 2020 Tokyo Olympics in 4K and Hisense has announced it will be releasing a range of 8K TVs in Australia next year. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the Ecovacs DBot Osmo 950 Robot Vacuum Cleaner and Mop. We also check out Apple's new smart charging cases for the iPhone 11, and the new Star Wars watch bands and faces for the Apple Watch. And we'll answer your tech questions in the help desk and give you those top shopping online tips. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. As the old saying goes, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's hard to avoid all the decorations and, and all, all the, the Christmas spirit and all the, all the crowded shopping centres and all those signs that Christmas is just around the corner, including the summer weather, of course, and the rush to get your Christmas shopping completed. Now, we've, we're trying to help out here. We know tech always makes great gifts no matter what time of year, but especially at Christmas time, we have kicked off our 12 days of Christmas gift ideas. We're uh, already into our 12 days. We're almost halfway, as a matter of fact. So you can, of course, go back and look at from day one what we've been covering. And just so you know, day one, uh, we started with cameras and then moved on to smartphones. We've also covered wearables and smartwatches, headphones, gaming, we're going to be looking at tablets and e-readers, gadgets, drones, smart devices and speakers, in-car gadgets, TV and Blu-ray and 4K devices, uh, appliances and also computers. So there are plenty to choose from and the reason we're doing it over 12 days is because it's just such a, it's too many categories to cover in a single day, just wouldn't have done it justice. So we decided to divide it up into 12 days and dedicate each of those days to the more popular categories of technology, which I'm sure you are interested in. Uh, there's some obvious gift choices here. We're, we're thinking the most obvious choices would be uh, in the headphone space. Headphones, everyone likes music, everyone likes listening to podcasts, of course, like you do. And so headphones, I think wire-free products, the wireless headphones, wire-free earphones now, they're hugely popular. I think uh, that's, that's a great gift for uh, any anyone, male, female, young or old. We all love music. We all love podcasts. We love audio books. We all love listening to things while we're out and about. So I think you can't go wrong with a gift like that. And we've given offered plenty of suggestions in that category already. Uh, in on the smartphone front, of course, if you do want to gift a smartphone, we've you know it's not everyone's going to gift a 
iPhone 11 Pro Max, so that's that wasn't included in our list, but there are a range of affordable smartphones that may be good to gift maybe to a child, maybe this time of year, Christmas, uh, in my household anyway, Christmas before my children started high school was the Christmas they received a smartphone for Christmas. So that, that uh, they received a smartphone as a gift. So that's the that's a good uh, option for parents with uh, high school age kids maybe, or even if they're slightly younger, up to you, but a nice time of year. Uh, to receive a smartphone. Uh, the other the other big categories, of course, if you're into your photography, cameras are always popular at any time of year, but the cameras we're looking at, of course, are the types of cameras that, that capture video and photos better than your smartphone ever can. Uh, there's also, of course, the GoPro ranges in there as well, the, the GoPro Hero Max, which is a 360-degree camera, the new Hero 8 Black. There's even some Instax uh, from Fujifilm, so if you want to have a, like a Polaroid-type experience, uh, also a nice pocket Canon camera that we've included in the guide, uh, as well as the Osmo Action, which is the DJI version of the GoPro camera. That's all in there. So they're the types of cameras that uh, will take the sort of photos your smartphone can't, as I said. So we already know your smartphone camera is amazing. So uh, the, the, that's the reason why probably gifting a, a pocket camera might not be the best option because their, their phone can probably take photos just as well and uh, they can just carry that around easily rather than having to carry a separate camera. But there are cameras here to gift. Uh, coming up, we're also going to be talking about gaming. So, uh, of course, there's PlayStation, there's Xbox, but there's also a couple of games, there's some retro games as well, uh, retro console, the Sega Mega Drive Mini is one of them, uh, as well as a couple of uh, pairs of headsets that will all do well if you are playing online with your friends. You might be playing Fortnite, you might be playing Call of Duty, where you need to hear what's going on around you and also communicate with your teammates as well. I think probably one of the more popular gifts for Christmas this year, and we're covering this in a few days, are smart speakers and smart products. Uh, I deliberately left the smart speakers out of the headphone slash speaker day, which was day four, because I wanted to group them together with all the IoT, that's Internet of Things devices, that will work really well with a smart speaker. The beauty of gifting a speaker, and they're as cheap as 50 bucks, 70 bucks, is that they can the person receiving it can not only enter this, this smart world, but they can then expand on that and include things in their home like a smart switch, smart lights, and be able to control that from the smart speaker. So this is a gift that can keep on giving. So if you give someone a smart speaker, you'll know maybe for their birthday, you might buy them some smart lights or a smart switch. So a, a really a really good entry into the smart world and they can then expand from there, connected to their wireless network. And I've seen so many, like my parents, I gifted them a smart speaker with a display a couple of years ago. Uh, now it's connected to their security cameras and their lights, and they're learning and enjoying this this control. It's uh, I think it's one of those things where until you get involved with it, it's very hard to understand how convenient it can be uh, and how easy it is to set up. So I think... That would also make a great gift as well. Uh, on the appliance side too, we're going to be covering that. There's all sorts of things like coffee machines and vacuum cleaners and robot cleaners and all that sort of stuff. And on the computer side, of course, too, another good time to gift a computer, especially a laptop with maybe students uh, starting a new uh, school year or a u- university 
uh, or just someone who just wants to wants to stay connected and wants to be able to connect to the internet and browse the web in an easy way and well that's also going to be covered in our gift guide as well but stay tuned later we're going to also talk about how to stay safe online while you're shopping uh, this is a time of year when a lot of people are online shopping rather than braving the shopping centers and trying to avoid the crowds cyber criminals know this as well so be sure you're still listening in the help desk when we talk about the best tips for you to stay safe while shopping online. I encourage you to check out our 12 days of Christmas gift ideas. There's some great selections there. It'll help you nail the perfect Christmas gift for your friends or family. You can check it out at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Next year, can you believe, is 2020. How uh, Doesn't that sound futuristic? 2020, but it's also an Olympic year. It's already, the Olympics is round again. 2016 was back in, uh, back in Rio. 2020, though, is going to be in Tokyo. And what they're already calling Tokyo uh, is the 4K Olympics. So we're going to be able to see the, 4K, the Olympics in, from Tokyo in 4K ultra-high definition. Now, seven which is the official broadcaster in Australia for the Olympics, has actually partnered with Optus so we can offer 4K coverage, which will be available exclusively to Optus 5G home broadband customers. I'll explain why a little bit later, but the service will allow Optus 5G customers who have a Fetch Mighty set-top box Via connected via their Optus 5G home broadband connection. They also need to obviously have a Fetch account, so a Fetch, uh, so that they can view their programs through the Fetch set top box. And of course, they'll need a 4K TV. So you need 5G home broadband connection, a mighty Fetch Mighty set top box, and an active Fetch subscription. And the most important piece of the puzzle, a 4K TV. Once you've got that, you'll be able to watch the streams provided by Seven, the official partner, of the Olympics in Tokyo. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, I'm an Optus customer and I pay 70, 80 bucks a month for my Optus NBN plan. How come I can't watch the Olympics in 4K? Well, there's a, there's a reason for that, is that Optus, their 5G home broadband service, is completely controlled by Optus. So Optus start to finish, you connect to the Optus 5G network and you broadcast something through the 5G network. Optus is controlling it end to end for their customers. I'm, a, I'm an Optus NBN customer. Not even I will be able to see the Olympics in 4K despite the fact I'm on the NBN. Reason being that once Optus put it on the NBN, it's out of their control. So the quality they can't control. Uh, you, you cast your mind back to the World Cup dramas they had with Optus Sport last year, and you'll you'll understand why Optus want to be able to control this thing from start to finish. Hence the reason why they're not offering it to regular Optus NBN customers, but only Optus 5G home broadband customers because they know they're in control of that network. They know exactly how fast it'll be, its capacity, what it can do. NBN customers, while they may have a fast connection, 
Optus can't guarantee it's going to be the same quality. That was the explanation I was given because I asked that very question because I said, hey, I'm paying more than that for my Optus NBN plan, my, my NBN broadband connection, so how come I can't see it? And that was the explanation they gave me because once it's on the NBN, that's not their network anymore. They're just leasing it to me. It's owned by the NBN and then it's on sold to me. Whereas the 5G home broadband network is Optus's start to finish, which is why the that the offering and they're confident of giving you that kind of quality. The minimum speed guarantee on the Optus 5G home network, home broadband, is 50 megabits per second. That's minimum guarantee. So you can imagine that I've heard speeds of more than 300 megabits per second in some areas, which is fairly impressive. So yeah, this is what's going to happen in 2020. Optus partnering with the Seven Network to bring you the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games in 4K for the first time. So keep an eye out for that. If you're an Optus 5G home broadband customer and you happen to have a Fetch Mighty set-top box, you are in for a treat in 2020. If you want to read more about that story, you can check it out at our website, techguide.com.au. Well, we've spoken about 4K for the Olympics. Well, how about some 8K next year? 2020 is also going to be the year where there'll be more 8K TVs in the market. We've already seen Samsung leading the way. They had their very first 8K TVs more than a year ago in the Australian market. And uh, they've, they've proven to be the TVs that are on the larger side. So the whole reason behind 8K is so that our, our continually growing demand for larger screen sizes uh, will allow us to see all of our content in higher quality. 4K, once you go past a certain screen size, like 75, 85 inches and above, 4K, you're going to start to see some pixels and start to see uh, what the, what's going on behind the curtain. Well, that's the reason why 8K was introduced, so that to give that, that ultra-high resolution. And you've got to remember, 8K is four times the resolution of 4K, just as 4K is four times the resolution of full high definition. So you can see how much more resolution, how many more pixels are you going to get on the screen. So when you are watching your 85-inch or 75-inch TV, you are not going to notice a speck on the screen. You're going to notice all the detail that you're supposed to rather than seeing the, the actual pixels on the screen because a screen of that size, and if you're sitting closer to it, if you're only a few metres away, you can start seeing things. And that, that's, that's kind of not, not, why, not what you want to see when you're watching your content especially on a, on a TV of that size. That's why 8K has been introduced. People often ask me, what the hell 8K? I've only just got my head around 4K. Well, this is the reason because of our trend towards these larger screens. Now, having said that, Hisense will be launching their range of 8K TVs in Australia in 2020. We expect to hear more at the Consumer Electronics Show in early January so we'll be uh, on the ground in Las Vegas to cover that for you. And Hisense will introduce their range of 8K TVs that are coming to Australia. So this is going to include, obviously, their proprietary technology. It's going to be their ULED TVs, which are already very popular here in Australia, the, the 4K versions anyway. The 8K versions will have the similar technology. So not only will it have the ultra-high definition of 8K, ultra-ultra-high definition, it's also going to have the company's leading technologies, including quantum dot color, 
their full array backlight, full array local dimming. They're also going to have, of course, Dolby Vision HDR, that's high dynamic range. And on the audio side, they're going to also have Dolby Atmos. So it's going to sound as good as it's going to look. Now, Hisense use their high view engine. Uh, this this is what is going to power the picture on your screen and is also going to use artificial intelligence to be able to recognize and upscale lower resolution content. That's the real secret source behind in all these 8K TVs, Samsung's included, even LG, any other brand that's got 8K Part of their mission is to be able to upscale your existing content because guess what? There ain't a lot of 8K content, hardly any. So what you're watching, they want to upscale it so it's looking as near 8K quality as possible. And there's all kinds of artificial intelligence that recognizes objects and uh, does things like rendering, texturing and doing all this sort of stuff to make it look like as close to 8K as possible, even from a lower resolution. We're talking YouTube DVD quality to near 8K quality. That's what uh, Hisense is offering here with their high view engine, which uses the artificial intelligence to recognize objects and, and textures and things and, and bring it to near 8K quality, not only for when you're watching discs, but also when you're watching live TV, uh, streaming services, and even playing when you're playing your video games. So it, it does all of that on the fly to give to upscale to near 8K quality. Exciting stuff ahead for us. We're not going to know screen sizes, pricing, or availability until Consumer Electronics Show. So probably we'll find out in January when they're going to be released, when the screen sizes at least. Probably won't have pricing till closer to the first half of 2020. But high sense of uh, they're going to throw their hat in the ring for 8K in Australia in 2020. So exciting times ahead for that. Uh, we look forward to seeing them and reviewing them and bringing them to you on Tech Guide. If you want to read more about that Hisense ULED 8K TV story, check it out at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family and your devices safe online. Now, we live in a world where you're constantly connected. Cyber attacks are more prevalent than ever. Everything from phishing scams and ransomware to online predators and big data, they're all tracking your every move. So, th But cyber threats have evolved even further, which is why Norton has evolved to go with them. The new Norton 360 gives you next-level protection, combining the power of device security with a secure VPN to help keep you and your family safe and private online. The new Norton 360 is all-in-one protection for your devices and your online privacy. They're available now at leading retailers or au.norton.com. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. Kicking off our reviews for this week is the Ecovacs Osmo, the D-Bot Osmo 950 vacuum and mop robot. Now, uh, this is a device that has been just been released uh, about six weeks ago in the market, and it's under $1,000, which is a remarkable value for what you're getting here. Uh, this is a, a, a robot vacuum and a mop, as I mentioned. It has improved over last year's model, I have to say, in terms of suction, the, the quality of suction. But I think the biggest improvement is the fact that it can now map multiple 
flaws. That's the that's the big uh, the big secret sauce here. The or the, not the secret sauce, but the standout feature for the Ecovax robots is they use this smart Navi technology to map your floor plans so they can provide a more effective cleaning path. So that's what you're getting here. But not only can you map one floor, you can map multiple floors. You might live in a two or three story home. So rather than just be stuck with the vacuum only, the robot vacuum only cleaning one level, now it can clean multiple levels. But there is one thing though that we've uh, we've noticed and, and included in our review is the fact that to start another cleaning cycle on another level, you need to also bring to that next level the charging stand. So anyone who owns a robot vacuum cleaner will know that you plug in a charging stand and this is where the robot vacuum comes back to charge on its own. So it knows that that sets it as the starting point on the net, on the floor and then when it needs a recharge or when it's finished, it's vacuuming, it comes back to the charging stand. So it's the start and stop point for the vacuum and the Osmo 950 as well. But when I need to vacuum upstairs, each time I have to do that, I have to unplug the stand from downstairs and carry not only the robot vacuum up to the next level, but also the charging stand as well. So that then establishes the starting point for that particular floor. So the start stop point for the robot. Now, I suggested in my story that wouldn't it be good if through the app, the Ecovacs Home app, which is really good, wouldn't it be good if you could, through the app, establish on the floor plan that it has already mapped a start and stop point so that you don't have to lug up the charging stand each time? Now, in terms of the, the charging, uh, the charge and the, the length of uh, the, the run of the battery, it's got a 5,200 milliamp hour battery, which means it can run for 200 minutes. That's more than three hours before it needs a recharge. Now, I don't know about how big your place is, but if a robot vacuum cleaner went around my second story of my home in 200 minutes, it'd cover the four bedrooms, the lounge area, and, and the other areas, common areas, that are upstairs in 200 minutes. So it doesn't really need a charge stand. But unfortunately, you do need to have to move it up. I suggest that maybe they include a couple in the box rather than just one or make it known to the user that because they've bought the, the Osmo 950, they can buy another charging stand for like 50 bucks or something really cheap to encourage them to buy the other stand so that they've got the convenience of just being able to carry the robot from floor to floor rather than having to carry the charging stand from floor to floor. The whole, uh, in my story, I mentioned the fact that the reason customers buy this product is for convenience. Why uh, reduce that convenience by adding this feature, which is great, but it does involve a little bit of work by the user. Not a deal breaker, but I just thought I would point that out because this is an excellent robot vacuum cleaner. It's improved from last year. I just think having it with the ability to do multiple floors make it easy for the customer to use it on multiple floors. That's that's the only thing of uh, the only thing I've got against this. As I said, nowhere near a deal breaker for us. It is really easy to connect to your network through the app. The app's very smart. There's an advanced mode that lets you uh, choose custom cleaning areas, set virtual boundaries, and access those multiple floor maps as well. Now, on the actual vacuuming side, 
I think the there is a noticeable improvement. I, I remember reviewing the previous model, and this model is has a much better suction. Uh, it does use a different system, a new pressure system, so that it can go floor between different floor surfaces, and you can see, you can hear it adjusting to the. Uh, it's called the floating brush pressure retention system. You can hear it when it moves from carpet to tiles. So you can tell when it hits the carpet. Things okay. I'm on the carpet. I need to. I need to lift my game a bit here. And you can hear the. You can hear it, the the it revving a little higher. You hear it the suction uh, increasing. So uh, really cool. There can gets in or gets in all your nooks and crannies. Has sensors and bumpers. So it's it's not going to damage any of your furniture or mark your skirting boards. It's going to cleverly go around do a gentle clean of your entire level of your home and and as i said can do multiple levels as well now how good is it as a vacuum i've got a couple of dalmatians and i've got chocolate colored carpet in my house here so the white little white hairs on the carpet are quite obvious and it does ta- it even takes a few strokes with the dyson to be able to get suck up all the dog hairs now in the osmo case it actually does a reasonable job obviously not as good as the dyson which has a couple of cracks at it but it does a much better job than it did last year. And the the, uh, the dustbin after the first vacuum was full in, in a little while because it was the first crack it had at the floor and there was a lot of hair there and it picked up a lot of it, most of it. There was still some there, of course. It's not going to be as good as a, a Dyson that you vacuum three or four times on the same spot. But I've got to say... That is not a bad effort nonetheless. Now, on the mopping side, you've got to remember this mops as well. So if you've got hard surfaces, there's a 250 mil tank, which is attached to, you can then attach a cleaning pad, so the mopping cloth on the bottom. And it also has an electrically controlled water pump so that it's got four different speeds depending on how much dirt it finds. So it puts out the right amount of water to clean that particular part of the floor. So you can tell it kind of leaves a little snail trail behind it, although you can see the little shiny parts of the floor. In our case, we've got tiles, so you can see exactly where it went. Now, normally, if, if we are cleaning the tiles here and, and really want to give it a great going over, I'll use a steam mop. Now, the steam mop is you're obviously a human has to operate that, but for in the case of the Osmo, it would do a good enough clean that would normally, if there is like spot, if there's spots to clean on my floor, I'd get down with like a disinfectant, uh, like a wiper cloth and like a pine clean wipe and just clean various parts of the ground. But I find that if rather than doing that, the Osmo can mop up as good as that, as good as me doing that. So it's, uh, it's, it's, and it just does it on its own. I don't have to, don't have to worry about it. It just does it and does a reasonable, reasonably good job. And because of that pump, it doesn't leave puddles of water or leave too much moisture behind it. Uh, it does a really smart job there as well. So the convenience of being a vacuum and a mop uh, is all built in one for the Osmo, the D-Bot Osmo 950. Uh, it's only priced at 999 bucks. So under $1,000, I think they've reached... Ecovacs have done done a really good job in the market here, and uh, they've they've sort of set the bar here of being under a thousand. Normally, uh, rival brands, similar quality robot vacuums like this, are normally much more expensive. So uh, the nine ninety nine price is actually reasonable when you think about it for what you get a robot vacuum and a mop. Uh, it's a pretty good deal. Uh, you can buy it at JB Hi-Fi, Godfrey's and Appliances Online, 999 And if you want to read our complete review, you can check that out at techguide.com.au. Now, the 
iPhone 11 and 11 Pro uh, have reasonable batteries on board, uh, and and I've found that probably the best battery on an iPhone uh, in recent memory, as a matter of fact, the iPhone 11 Pro Max uh, runs at least a day and a bit, and then, and then some, so like a day and a quarter on the same charge. But there are some pro users who need more. They need a battery that's going to last longer than that. Uh, the sort of customer would buy this case. It's the smart battery case from Apple. These would be your high-end users, road warriors, travelers. I know that when I travel, like sometimes you're on a plane for 24 hours, uh, unless you remember to to charge on the flight. Uh, it, it is it is pretty hard to, to, to come off the plane with a full charge on your phone. Now, having a product like the smart battery case gives you that peace of mind that even if you're out and about and you're you're doing a lot on your phone, I know if you're taking a lot of photos and receiving a lot of emails, doing a lot of things on your phone, it can run the battery down. And by the late afternoon, if you, if you still have to go out or have to do something, then not having enough power could be uh, could make people a little bit nervous. So in the case of the Apple Smart Battery Case, and it's available for the iPhone 11, the iPhone 11 Pro, and the iPhone 11 Pro Max, it does have a battery built into the case. So it's a case that will protect the iPhone, but in the back is a bump, pretty visible bump, which has a battery that can add another 50% of battery life to your iPhone. Now, I told you earlier that Having uh, just the iPhone on its own, fully charged, I've gotten a day and a bit out of it, a day and a quarter, even a day and a half. So having the battery case as well means that you could potentially go two full days using the iPhone 11 before you even need to look at a charger, which is music to people's ears who are, especially the travellers I mentioned, you're on the road and you're just too busy to stop to charge. Uh, The case has a soft silicon feel. Uh, and works with the uh, the iPhone 11, as I said, 11 Pro, 11 Pro Max. It has a soft uh, microfiber lining, so your your iPhone is nice and protected on the inside while it's being charged. There's a little lightning uh, port, little connector on the inside of the of the inside of the case, so that when you charge it, you can charge it either using a lightning cable or wirelessly charge it. So it's going to charge not only the case but also the phone as well. And you can check on the the battery level of both the phone and the case in the notification center. The minute you put your phone in there, it'll tell you the level of charge on your phone as well as the level of charge you'll have on the case as well. So uh, it does offer that up to 50% longer battery life. Uh, look, I hear some of you saying, look, well, if rather than having to pay, and this is $199, by the way, this isn't a cheap case, but it is a battery. And I hear some of you saying, well, wouldn't it be just cheaper to buy a battery? And yes, it is cheaper to buy a battery, but you have to connect that battery with a cable. It's just a bit more cumbersome for some people. Uh, so in this in this case, so you are getting a case, you are getting a battery. The case on its own costs, I think, about $60, $70. And a battery on top of that, you're looking at over 100 So Apple are trying to combine both. They've done it here. And it's 199 bucks. Of course, there's room that, that your camera can still be used. All the buttons and all the ports are still accessible. Or well, there is a separate lightning port on the bottom that you charge through the case. But your your switches, volume control, your silent your, your silent switch on the side, the camera, everything is accessible still through the case. 
the smart battery cases for iPhone 11, iPhone 11 Pro, and iPhone 11 Pro Max, $199 each. They're available in three colors, uh, soft white and black for iPhone 11, white, black, and pink for the iPhone 11 Pro and 11 Pro Max. If you want to see what they look like and read our review, you can check that out at techguide.com.au. Now, did somebody say Star Wars? I hear there's a movie coming out soon. Uh, it's next week, actually. Who? Uh, it's only, I think, eight days away, but who's counting? I'm very excited about the the new movie, The Rise of Skywalker. This is episode nine, the final installment in the Skywalker saga, so I'm really keen to see this. But in the meantime, I can get in the spirit of Star Wars, as I always do. Anyone who sees me, is I'm normally wearing a Star Wars T-shirt or talking about Star Wars when... You, you guys listening to me right now, you hear me talk about Star Wars several times before on the podcast. But in this case, there is a new product to talk about, and it is a set of Apple Watch bands and Apple Watch faces that are, th- that are themed around Star Wars. So you can show your allegiance to the light and dark side of the Force with the new Moby Fox Star Wars Apple Watch bands. Now these look pretty cool. And these are these are designed to please both your your older fans of Star Wars as well as the newer inductees into the Star Wars fandom through these new recent films. So there's four in total, four bands, and they'll fit the 44 or 42 millimeter Apple Watch. In uh, so if you have one of those already, these will snap into place nicely. There's a Stormtrooper version, which has uh, the the monochrome helmet design and the Galactic Empire crest on on the band, and and which it says Star Wars on the on the uh, clip as well. There's the Darth Vader, which shows off the the dark side. It's got the distinctive black band and the glistening galaxy scape aboard. And then on the Rebel side, you've got the Rebel Classic. This is the Rebel Alliance-inspired imprint. It's got the red starbird. That's the Rebel Alliance symbol. Uh, it also has white and black scratch textures. There's also an X-Wing. So this looks like uh, like an X-wing pilot's uniform. It's got the orange highlights, and it has the Rebel Alliance flight suit. The similar colours to the flight suit. So uh, if you are an X-wing fan, this is the band for you as well. But it doesn't stop at the bands. There are twenty six Star Wars Apple Watch faces as well, which can be in- installed through the Moby Face app. So don't think you could just install the faces and not buy the bands because the bands come with a QR code to activate the app. So you need that QR code uh, which comes with purchase of the bands and that way you can then access the, the free Star Wars watch faces, Apple Watch faces, through the Moby Face app. Now each of these Star Wars straps, the bands, $69.95 each that can be purchased from the Moby Fox website. I have uh, put a link there on our story. But if you're a fan, and uh, as I am, and you want to just get into the spirit of Star Wars and ahead of the movie and beyond, uh, and you do happen to own an Apple Watch, then this is going to be a day long remembered. And Star Wars fans will know exactly what movie that was out of. And I'm just going to finish off by saying it is impressive most impressive. Again, fans will notice that will know that quote as well. You want to see more about the Apple Watch Star Wars bands? Check it out. Techguide.com.au. 
This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Now, you upgrade your smartphone and your TV and your laptop, but when was the last time you upgraded your home Wi-Fi? It's probably been a while. Well, the future of Wi-Fi is here. It's time to welcome Wi-Fi 6. If you watch your TV shows on streaming services like Netflix, Apple TV+, Disney+, Stan, you need the newest line of high-performance routers from Netgear. It'll be like giving your streaming the VIP treatment. The Netgear Nighthawk Wi-Fi 6 routers give you ultra-fast speeds and wider coverage throughout your home. The devices of today and tomorrow demand more. So what you need is high-performance Wi-Fi that can keep up with you and your entire family. It's the biggest revolution in Wi-Fi ever, and you can be one of the first to have the next generation of Wi-Fi 6 technology with a Netgear Nighthawk router. Turn your Wi-Fi up to 6 with a Nighthawk Wi-Fi 6 router. Go check it out today at netgear.com slash Wi-Fi 6. That's netgear.com slash Wi-Fi and the number 6. And now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. As promised earlier, we're going to, uh, our help desk, which is brought to you by Belkin, by the way. They're our good friends. If you want a, a, a charger, some cables, uh, all kinds of accessories, Belkin is the place to go. Uh, Belkin.com forward slash AU. Uh, as, as we promised, there is uh, a lot of tips we can offer you to stay safe while shopping online. Uh, I think a lot of people have decided that rather than braving the shopping centres and circling the car park to find a spot, and just dealing with crowds, then it'd be just be easier to get online. And there is still time to to order stuff online and have it delivered before Christmas. But the just as there are a lot of shoppers online, there are also a lot of criminals online who want to take advantage of this excess traffic, this extra shopping traffic that are, are now online. So here there are a few tips that I can offer you for you to stay safe, to not be defrauded, to not be ripped off to stay safe while you're shopping. First and foremost, be sure you're shopping at a reputable website. It's really easy for someone to create a fake website, fill it full of all these pretty pictures and have these ridiculously low prices and trick people into thinking it's a real website. Uh, so to, to, to do your homework here, there's a few things you need to check out for. First of all, check the address bar. If it is a secure site, it should the, the address should start with HTTPS, S being short for secure. That from, from the get-go, that means that they're serious. They've also uh, can offer encryption if they're taking credit card payments. So that's that's kind of number one on the list. The next thing you need to do is to look for some sort of contact detail. So normally on every website it says about us, contact us, and there's information about the site, about there's perhaps a physical address, a phone number, an email address. Be sure that there is that information on the site in case there needs to be a follow-up. The product you might purchase is wrong or broken or you want to exchange it. There needs to be some sort of follow-up and you being able to see that information is another tick in the box to know that that site is reputable and they mean business and they're fair income. They're not going to try to rip you off. The other thing to do is to check out customer reviews. Just, just to, 
if there are if there is a mechanism where customers can leave reviews on particular products or on even on particular uh, on the store on the site itself, uh, someone's had a great experience shopping with for a certain product, and sites love running those sorts of endorsements. So if that, if that is there as well, then check it out. It's it's not every not every site we're shopping on isn't JB Hi-Fi, the good guys, Harvey Norman, all these sites, Meyer, David Jones, all of these sites. Of course, they're reputable. They're massive sites. We know them already. We've shopped there already. We've spent our money there already. But there are some sites when you're shopping around. Cyber criminals are smart enough to do enough uh, SEO. That, that search engine optimization to lead customers to these particular sites. You may see an ad on social media. There might be an ad on Instagram or Facebook. Don't think that they're not attracting customers through these social platforms because they are. So with all everything I've told you already, the biggest rule of thumb is this. If it looks too good to be true, it is. If you've suddenly stumbled upon a site that is offering uh, uh, the similar product that you've seen on other sites for half the price, then you should naturally question why that is. Why is that so cheap on this site and not on these other bigger sites? That is that that should raise a red flag and signal to you that perhaps yeah this is this isn't a legit site. So please do your homework. Check all those things out. As I said, you do all that, you should have a pleasant online and safe online shopping experience and have a great time gifting all of those things you bought to your family and friends. You're listening to Tech Guide. That's the end of our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. Everything we've talked about, of course, you can take a look at techguide.com.au, including our 12 days of Christmas gift ideas. Get into that, as well as all our stories and reviews. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email, info at techguide.com.au. We want to give a special shout-out to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.